Welcome back to the Endurance Project. Gotcha. So, all right, well, maybe we should just jump in now and do a recap of our yeah. illustrious 2021 triathlon season. Our, our one triathlons each. <laughs> yeah. A sprint, not even full triathlons, right? I only did a sprint yeah. and you did a 70.3. Yeah. Yeah, well, you go first because you started, so I'll ask questions, I guess. So, what triathlon did you do? I signed up pretty last minute for the Maple Grove, Minnesota Sprint Triathlon. Um, I think it was like in late August when it happened, or mid-August. So, kind of last minute. Um, I think at that point, I was like the... It was like my test, right, to see if I was going to do Waco this year or not. And I came out and of it I was like, I need some more training to uh, be able to survive it. So I did that. Um, it was, uh, you know, do the race prep meeting before, first time doing that. It's always fun to sit through just a meeting where they tell you all the rules. Um, luckily, I think I had read up on most of them before, so there's no surprises there. Uh, the morning of the triathlon, it was super windy. So it was uh, just a, a lake swim. But obviously swimming is like my worst skill out of the three. And, and so it's... And just to put it in context, right? Like, so you were training primarily bike before this, right? Like yeah. it was hard. You were bike and a little bit of run. This And swim, you had never, you hadn't really done much of just because of all of like COVID moving. COVID, yeah, Life. exactly. Trying to find somewhere to swim too. Didn't have like a gym yet where we lived. So yeah, I guess we should go back to that, right? Like I bought a wetsuit a couple weeks before and like only use, I've only used the wetsuit twice. Like once was like the week before I put the wetsuit on and went and swim at the lake firehouse just to get a feel for it. And I was like super hot and sweating, like suffocating the entire time. And then the next day was race day. Like those are the, those are the two times I did a wetsuit. So um, a little unprepared for the swim. Yeah. Uh, and that was my first open water swim in the wetsuit too, when I tried it out the week before. So great preparation on my part. Um, so yeah, the morning of, it's like windy, it's overcast. It's a little choppy out there. I was like literally like probably not even like 50 yards in. And I was like, man, I'm going to like, how am I going to survive this? I was like hyperventilating and like freaking out. Um, and I went with like the new, like the first time triathlon people. So like we're all in the very back of the pack. We kind of go at our own pace. And are the last ones to go around all the buoys to get out. Um, and literally, I didn't even like make it like halfway to the first buoy before I was like freaking out. And I like, because I hadn't trained for it, I was just, yeah, mentally unprepared for it. Like my mentally and physically unprepared for it. It's so, like, I would literally like flip over on my back and just like float there, like, you know, dead man style and just like try to like breathe, stop from hyperventilating and then like flip back over, sort of do like a half, 
half breaststroke, half freestyle with my arms or my head above the water to kind of like keep breathing and not hyperventilate. Um, yeah. So, finally, so what, what, what kind of freaks you out there though? Was it just the open water kind of mental mind kind of play, like messing with your mind or was it, yeah. you know, just the lack of swimming in general? I think it was a combination of like, this is the farthest I've ever been away from the shore without a life jacket and I'm not prepared to swim. Like my body's <laughs> not ready well, to and, do this. And so when you're like on the shore, it doesn't look that far, right? Um, I don't it know. starts to look further and further when you see everybody else <laughs> swimming out there. Well, yeah, yeah. But before anybody's in the water, you're like, man, that's not that far. And then as soon as you yeah. get out there, it's just like, whoa. Oh, that buoy's really <laughs> far away. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I, I made it around the first buoy. Then I started to, like, get more of a rhythm. I stayed ahead of, like, my group. So I wasn't – or I was, like, in the middle of the pack, I should say. So I wasn't the last finisher of the first-timers. So that was that was good. Got out, pretty long run to transition. Um, then hopped on the bike. Biking went pretty smooth, I would say. Um, I think the only thing is that because of, like, the stress and kind of, like, the hyperventilating, just freaking out on the swim, like, my back was just, like, jacked already. Like, it was just – it was already hurting, I could tell. So then by the time I got to the run, it was just, like, my, my lower back had hurt a ton. I'm trying to remember, too. I did something – like I went, oh, I moved a treadmill into my basement the day before, right? Like, that's not a great idea. <laughs> but uh, that was when I had help. So, like, we're bringing this, like, you know, 400-pound treadmill down the stairs. Um, that didn't help my back situation either. So by the time I got to the run, it was really just like a, a run a few minutes and then walk, like, five just to get out and, and finish. But by the time I, and then when I finished, I was just like, okay, like now I know what this is like, like now I know what I need to do to train. I can do better on my nutrition in terms of having the right amount of fluids and the right things to eat probably a little bit better, but I would say nutrition is not too big of an issue on sprint tries. I would say anyways. So definitely something that needs to be refined before I do a half or maybe even an Olympic distance triathlon this next year but at the end I was like okay like I'm gonna do this again like the swim sucked but I'm glad I got like the first one out of the way and now I know that I I can train a little bit better be better prepared and I think uh, I will definitely be doing some more open water swims um, before my next triathlon so that I'm prepared for that um, and then I'll have to figure out how to swim better with other people around me probably as well because I got lucky being in the first-timer group that there's really nobody to uh, swim into or get kicked from. So, yeah, that's my first first triathlon in the books. Got my medal, got my T-shirt. Yep. Felt, felt accomplished. You're the first, first one to do a triathlon in the family. I was kind of mad. <laughs> I was, like, looking. You said you were going to do it because you just decided out of nothing. I was like, man, maybe I'll – drive two hours to where the triathlons are this weekend and do one, yeah. but did not end up doing that. 
So, um, so to recap kind of my year, um, I did, I did do a marathon in June, um, which it was not fun, but from a triathlon perspective, I did Ironman Waco or half, yeah, 70.3 Waco. <laughs> so it's a little different. I think being a longer race and being an Ironman race than the local, because, you know, you have to, you have to get there days before and kind of get everything situated. And Ironman Waco is unique being the only race in the U S that had both a full Ironman and a half Ironman within the same weekend. So it's pretty cool. Um, it was cool that you and your family came along and kind of supported and <laughs> looked at everything too. But um, yeah, it's, it's weird. Cause um, they do the full Ironman the day before. So you're seeing all these athletes come in as you, you know, pick up your race pack as you go through uh, orientation. Um, and for me, never doing a triathlon before, it, it, it felt a little weird, kind of a little overwhelming just because there's, there's so many rules, right? There's drafting, there's, you know, um, making sure you don't go over, you know, certain lines. It's um, litter in certain areas. Yeah. So they like tell you all this stuff and, and like the day before it's a, right. Like you're worried you're too, you're like trying to, it, it was a hot, it was like 90 degrees that, that weekend. So like you're, you're trying to make sure like your fluids are right and you're eating the right stuff too. Like everything, there's just so much going on in your mind. Like, all right, when do I drop off my bike? Like, um, so it was a little overwhelming, but, uh, it was kind of cool. Um, just there's so many athletes there and like so many people that are just like the most helpful people. So as you just ask any questions, they, they help out. And, um, we, uh, it was, it was pretty after, you know, I got my bike dropped off. I could kind of take a breath and, and luckily for me, uh, the race, instead of starting really early in the morning, like most triathlons started at noon. So, we, I could drop off all my nutrition in the morning. Didn't really have to rush. Um, and I, it was, a a point to point swim though. So like I dropped off my nutrition and, and I had to walk a mile, which I thought was going to really suck. Uh, but it, it turned out to kind of just be like a great way to kind of get rid of the nerves and, you know, just kind of like lower my heart rate, see a bunch of other athletes, um, get ready. But, uh, yeah, it was, uh, I'm not a recap kind of weird, uh, with, with me, I've been pretty, uh, pretty decent at swimming. Um, and so I had put myself about in the middle of the pack, um, with, I think there were about 2000 athletes that did, uh, the half Ironman Waco. And so it's crazy to see that many people like lined up to jump in this, this water and they only put you in like, I think four people at a time. Yeah. So you literally like right like race i think shoot off is like 12 12 30 or something and like i like knew i was gonna wait in the line and so it was a wetsuit legal race the water was like within three or four degrees so it was perfect i had my wetsuit but like i'm sitting there and wetsuits suck to put on right like yeah awful to put on luckily i've had like practice i've i'd probably done somewhere between probably about like eight open water swims. Um, the majority of them with a wetsuit. I did one without. And 
yeah, not fun. It's way better with a wetsuit. So I like got it on halfway and I'm like, just like sitting there sweating with it just halfway. I'm sitting there sweating and I'm like, waiting until like we start moving further in the line so I can just like get the rest of it. And it's, it's like this weird situation too. Cause I'm like, I'm out, I'm out there like in the middle of the line, everybody's getting ready. And I had like sprayed my, my arms with like the, the tri slide stuff. And then I had like put it back in my bag and like thrown it into like the, uh, the truck so they could take it off. But I'm like, all right, this can't get too dry. I still have to get my wetsuit on. And so I remember they like blew the horn and it was probably like 10 minutes in. And I was like, I was just too antsy. So I like, I slipped it on. Everybody else had theirs on. So I like slipped it on, got it all zipped up and, and then I was just, it was probably 10, at least 10 more minutes, probably like 15 minutes of just like heavy beaded sweat just in this sweat. Super hot. It was it's so a- hot. You also, I mean, like you said, right? It was like 90 degrees that day, right? It's like, and it's a midday yeah. start. So it's not early in the morning. The sun yeah, is up. It's hot. You have a dark wetsuit on. I'm looking at it. My, it was 91 when I, when I started the swim. Yeah, it was, oh, it was luckily there was like some shade, but so the only good part about that was like, I was just sweating like crazy, but as soon as you get into the water, it feels so awesome. But like there's, it's, it's this, it's so different, right? I had done so many open water swims or like enough open water swims that I felt pretty comfortable in the water and enough swimming that I had felt comfortable, but seeing 2000 people and like call it a thousand people in the water is just crazy. And then especially like seeing, I don't know how many people, but like, so my swim, it's a river swim in Waco and it's, there's not really a current, but it's a wide enough river that, you know, it's, it's, it's a really nice swim. Like I, I liked it a lot, but you like start to walk down and and you have to swim I don't know, 50 meters out before um, you start to turn right and go down the river. Get around the first buoy. Yeah, get around the first buoy. There had to have been 100 people in the water between like the start and where that buoy was. I don't know. Crazy amount. They're putting off four people every five seconds. And it's just like this thing, like like you get like kind of amped up and pumped, but then you also, you just get like, holy cow, I've never swam with people in the water. As you start like swimming through the water, you start like hitting people and people are hitting you. And like, I was not ready for that at all. You people like grabbing or whatever. And like, it was awful. It was like the craziest thing. And so like you start basically just swim with like your head out of the water for the beginning, just trying to, to kind of get around. And you know, I, (laughs) everybody like, tells you like stay close to the buoy so you swim the least amount of distance and so I like started to do that and I just kept running into people and for me it's all about like swimming is all about getting in a groove it's not about you know like I'm not the fastest swimmer in the world but like once I get in in a groove I can can just swim for a really long time right and that was not happening for a while I was just you know put my head in the water hit hit somebody and you know, put my head in the water, start a few strokes. And then you'd run into people because people would like stop. They'd try and catch their breath. And, you know, especially at the beginning, everybody's kind of like freaked out a little bit. And 
it was, yeah, it was, it was hard. So I actually, I started swimming. I swam probably like 15, 20 meters away from the buoys. Like, so uh, what people would say is like a longer distance, but it was so much better because I was not running into people. And so I just, you know, could just like put my head down and just swim for a while. And the swim went way better than I expected. I finished, you know, almost, I think four or five minutes faster than I had expected to. And, and then it was, yeah, sweet feeling, you know, uh, start to pull off the wetsuit. You got to run. I think I had to run like, I don't know, half a mile. (laughs) So long. It was like uphill and yeah, it's cool though. Like, cause you guys are all there cheering like on the way up. So I could see you guys and then, you know, you go find your bike and, you got to rip your wetsuit on, make sure you have all your nutrition, everything. And you like start running off. And, you know, I, I was pretty excited. I was, I felt really good after the swim, you know, excited with kind of the time, but also just like training in Arizona. I was used to the hotter weather. I felt, you know, pretty ready for the bike and just got out there and the bike again, right. Everybody, the rules they're telling you like don't draft and everything, but like, there's so many people on the road, so many people on the road that like, I would tell any beginner, like, don't even worry about like drafting yeah. in general because I, I literally probably for the 56 miles, at least probably 40 of it, somebody probably could have said I was drafting. And I mean, I was passing most people like my bike is my strongest <laughs> um, discipline, but like, yeah, I was just, you just like are passing people the whole time. And I was just like thinking, I'm like, how did all these people finish the swim so fast? Like freak. <laughs> yeah. But, but, uh, bike's fun. I, uh, I had, uh, the first time I got to grab a Gatorade out of somebody's hand. Luckily no, no slips or anything, but I learned that you don't, you probably shouldn't bring like your good, nice water bottles because I ended up just chucking them because I wasn't going to refill it halfway through. So I'm like throwing it in the chuck zone so I can pick up more fluids. And uh, yeah, bike went really well, except there was a bunch of wind towards the end and wind just, it was a little tough, kind of got me, killed my miles per hour and stuff and my speed a lot, but uh finished within 10 minutes of what I expected 10 minutes slower, but, um, it was good enough. Then off to the run and the runs like that weird thing, you know, you get your brick workouts in, you're kind of used to the legs feeling like jelly. I was feeling really good for the first few miles looking down, like kind of thinking my, like my watches showing I'm running a lot faster and, you know, I just had a lot of energy, felt good. And then you hit the Hills in Waco and, Oh man, I see everybody walking up these hills and I'm like, what are, what are like, what are they doing walking for? So I'm just, you know, jogging up, <laughs> passing like everybody. And then, you know, you hit about, I think there's two big hills that you hit and they suck, but you know, I jogged them up the first time, finished my first, you know, you come out and you have, I don't know, three or you four do, more You miles. do a couple of loops, right? In this course. Yeah, so uh, a loop is about uh, what quarter marathon, 
So you do uh, two loops in the half and four loops in the full. So yeah, the first time I was feeling real good up the hills when I came back on the second loop though, you know, I, I had the same mindset. I'm going to run up it. And, uh, then the, my legs just started to cramp like right up there. I was like, Oh, this is why everybody walks. <laughs> it was awful. So cramped, I actually stopped and then, you know, just started kind of walking up the hills and, uh, yeah, the run went again, pretty good. The cramp sucked, but just, you know, pretty much in line with what I expected a little slower. And, you know, I'd attribute it to, I did zero hill training. I, you know, wasn't ready for that. And then the cramps slowed me down a little bit, but you know, I had planned out my nutrition pretty well. I'd been helped, you know, a lot. I'd practice with everything on the course. And the only, the, the weirdest thing that everybody, you know, does is they, they have Coke on the course and you're, you know, before the race, I'm like, there's no way I'm going to drink a Coke. Like that sounds disgusting, but you know, mile 10 of, of the race and you, you know, you're tired and for whatever reason, an ice cold Coke, it sounds like the best thing yep. ever. So for the, you know, second yeah. half of the race or whatever, I was just down in Coke every, every stop. I was like, man, give me some Coke. This sounds so good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah, but you know, it's it pretty, I don't know. I, I feel like it was a pretty special thing to kind of cross the finish line too. Cause, um, you know, it's, it's one of those things that, you know, we, we had talked about this, you know, a year ago, right. Like doing an Ironman and <clears throat> it's kind of one of those things where you, you have to put in so much work and it's, it's not just the day of the race, right? Like it's, you know, putting in hours and hours every week and, you know, going for, you know, long runs and long bike rides and, you know, sacrificing, you know, other hobbies to, to be able to go and accomplish this goal of, of doing something, you know, that everybody would call crazy. And it's, it's real cool to kind of hear them call your name and where you're from as you finish and then see, you know, like the wife, the kids, you know, you guys, the family, just kind of there cheering on. It's, it's pretty special. And, um, you know, I think, everybody should try and do something similar because yeah, it's, it's one of those things you don't think you can accomplish, but I mean, we're not, we're not triathletes, right? Like we're, we are large human beings. Yeah. But you know, if you put in the work, you can, it sounds super cheesy. You can do anything, but like, it's, that's the truth. Like you can do so much if you just put in the time and the work. Yeah. You just have to make the commitment right and and schedule it out. One of the things that I like about just like triathlon and running events, right, is that the number of people there is like there's tons of people, right? So you have all all kinds of people from all different walks of life, from all different backgrounds that have their all have their unique stories of why they've gotten there, and then all of their supporting crew is there to just like cheer them on and not just their athlete, but like every athlete. Right. 
So you get people cheering you on all throughout the course and, you know, people, you know, it's just, it's a great environment because it's very positive and encouraging. It's not like there's just like a set of like 11 people or five people on like a court or a field that you're kind of like cheering and you, you have like sides of one team or the other. It's like, everybody is like, unless you're like a super elite athlete and finishing really high up, like everybody's main goal is just to finish. Right. And so you're cheering people on, you're positively encouraging people. You're helping people where you can. Um, and it's just like, it's a, it's a really good, positive vibe that you get from being in that culture and situation. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a fun experience. Like, and, and, you know, everybody's just like super, super friendly to you. Like the athletes too, right? Like, you know, people yeah. helping out, direct you, you know, show you how to work and uh, yeah it's like help you figure out where the exit shoots are right i remember like when i came into t2 i was like where do i go where do i go like how do i get out of here like where do i start running and then they're like gotta go that way and then everybody's like pointing me in the right direction how to get out um so it's it's helpful right like people aren't there to just like i don't know they take time to like help other people right they're not solely focused on just them yeah well yep that's uh so that's our our 2021 the next episode we'll have to talk about what we got planned for this year some big stuff coming up um yeah more triathlon more triathlon (laughs) right yep some uh you know pushing your limits of what you're capable of makes you want to push them further (laughs) 